Hello! It's us! It's you! We're here! Together! Why are we here? For another exciting week on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, Argentina's number five television <laughs> show podcast. And I don't think we, we've kept that. I think we've been drastically falling since, but we're going <laughs> to wear that badge proudly for the rest of our lives. Welcome to the show. You can officially support You Can't Disappoint a Podcast now on Patreon at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. It's the place to go to help us move this show forward, and there's all kinds of exclusive content, fun interaction, events with Steven and myself, and all types of ways to influence our show on a weekly basis. So please consider supporting us on Patreon. If you want to get in on the action, make sure you email us your trivia, your MVP, and your funniest moments from that week's episode over to our email at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com, and we will read it right here on the show. We sure will, even if you beg us not to. Also, <laughs> hang out with us on the socials every week off the podcast. You know, we're on Facebook and YouTube under our podcast title. You can also find us on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast and Twitter, where we probably do the most of our uh, uh, jovial lollygaggery at You Can't Disappoint. So come hang out with us over there. Yeah, make sure you uh, give us, you smash that like and subscribe button. Give us that more... attention that we so desperately crave. Yeah, throw throw us your hearts, your wallets, and a couple kisses here and there, and we'll keep on pushing out this baby of ours that we call You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. I do nothing halfway. This will cost you. You'll learn just how much the human body can withstand, and the mind. You give me your soul, Vince Faraday. And I'll help you get your family back. All right, everybody, it's a really special day. Welcome to a super special, extra, extra little, little scoop of you can't disappoint a podcast flakes this week. It's a really special time. We're celebrating this podcast. I don't know what would you call it—an anniversary or a birthday? Um. I'd call it a birthday because normally two people agree to be together in an anniversary situation. We were kind of born into this by our, our papa. We were born into the podcast. Yeah. Okay. When well, happy squeezed us out. Happy you ago. can't disappoint a pod day. Happy you can't birth a dis a day point. That that's it. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. It's a really special day today. That this podcast is out is the one-year anniversary of uh, the release of our very first podcast episode, talking about the pilot of Community. So we're here to do a little special little hangout to celebrate a year of doing this show. Hi, everyone. I'm Zach, and I'm a birthday boy in my birthday suit, ready to ready to please. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steven, and if a sugar cone were a person, it'd be Zach. Come here, let me take a little nibble of the top ring of ya. Where did that come from? What was that? You're my little sugar cone, I've decided. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Where <laughs> oh, did that no. come from? What is that in reference to something? Or well, is that you said, when you said like of? an extra scoop earlier, I was thinking ice cream and ice you were cream. talking cereal. And so okay. I was going to be like, yeah, I'm a little sugar cone. But so you just went with in. it anyway. Yeah. But it didn't make any sense. Welcome to the nope. show, everyone. This is going to be fun. Just a low-key hangout. We're going to talk about some community. We're going to talk about what we've done on this show so far. Maybe a little bit about what we're going to do in the future. And then we, we've got a little something special to review later in the hour. 
Uh, but first of all, let's let's give a warm thanks to the people who help bring us this show every week. Who are those people? Um, yeah, we have some some patrons who help us out every time. So I want to give a big thanks to uh, Justin Brummett, <laughs> to Brian Thurman, <laughs> to <laughs> Danny M. Lugo, and to not least at all, but the last to be mentioned, my mom, Mary Baker Budisa. Thank you. Lovely people all who, uh, they, they're very generous to help us keep this show moving. There are $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast, where for as little as $5 a month, you can support our show and get all kinds of extra content that you can't get anywhere else. Like our weekly pre-show podcast, you can't dis a pre-show that's always super loose and off the cuff and I would say often really fun. Yeah, um, I I think that loose and off the cuff is our kind of our mo. Except That's you fair. know, change that off to wearing, and you know, wink, wink, because you got the the fuzzy cuffs on, Zach. Yeah. Always. Also, over at the Patreon, you can get <laughs> some side stuff we do, like Nerdstalgia, which is its own podcast about nostalgic things from the past and present and future, I suppose. And whatever else we decide on doing every week, right? It's a it's lot of It's true. Fun. If we're going to mud wrestle, that's where it'll be. If, if we're, we're going to mud wrestle, that's the place. <laughs> that's the place. And for $10 and up, uh, you start getting some more personal stuff, like things you can get from us, like community postcards, which are really cool. You can get uh, mentioned on the show, just like those lovely people we mentioned. All kinds of stuff. It's all going on over there, and it'll help us do more fun stuff in the future. Yeah. We also got to give a shout out on our birthday to the 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 man who without we wouldn't I don't know that we'd have a year of this podcast to celebrate. Genuinely, I don't know that we would. Yeah, I think that a big reason why we um you know found some people who actually listened early on was because of the the encouragement, the support and the uh the retweeting of our Lovely, 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 handsome daddy-o. I quite clearly remember when we first started the podcast, when we when I first started making like the Twitter for it and mm-hmm. things like that, and Communities was a Twitter presence that as a community fan, I already kind of knew. I think I had followed them on Twitter yeah. before, even like back when the show was still airing. And uh, them following the podcast and then... DMing us that they were going to retweet our episode when it dropped, the first episode, without knowing us or yeah. knowing anything about the show and seeing that they had an audience that's grown since then, but at the time was about like 10,000 people that to us being worried that nobody's going to see it outside of the people that we know yeah, and that there are so few of those people that are community fans that I don't know, we uh, the expectations were so low and I think he really, really helped uh, make this happen. That's com- at communities on Twitter. We joke a lot, but I do want to give a real serious thank you. Because- yeah, I, I remember when you texted me and said, hey, this uh, community fan page that has like a big kind of presence that I followed for a while, like followed us and said they'll repeat our first episode. And I was like, that's really awesome. And I was like, that's like that was kind of one of the first times that I thought like, oh, maybe people will actually listen to this, which is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's become a thing that, you know, we shout them out every week just because it's fun to make community daddy <laughs> jokes. But I remember it started. I said, yeah, we'll absolutely shout you out every episode uh-huh. for doing that for us. And 
yeah, we couldn't have done it without them. And follow at communities on Twitter if you haven't. Uh, we've been raving about them for a year at this point. So go check them out if you're not already. And thanks to our proud community, Papa. Uh, we're thankful for you. Yeah, that's it. It you know, it's still like sinking in that we've been doing this for a year. But I was just thinking to myself, like how different both of our lives were like a year ago. You think so? Okay. Well, that's what this special podcast is. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna reflect on it. What makes you say that? Well, I mean, we both live in different places. That's true. We, the world around us is slowly opening back up. Yeah, in the right way. It appears. And I think at this point, last year when we when we started this, there was a lot going on. You know? Yeah, it was only the second week of the show, I think, were the or the second or third week were the George Floyd protests. Yeah. And when we started the show, it was still in and I don't know, it, it felt a year ago. We were still in the midst of the the pandemic, but it had already felt like we had been stuck in it for a while at yeah. that point too. And it's just now lifting. Uh and and having the show to do throughout that time, sometimes it felt like is it the right time to be joking around about the stuff yeah, we're joking we asked around about? That question, you know, we talked about it several times. Like, should we still be doing this, you know, with all this going on? And I, I think uh, consciously and subconsciously, I think I, I needed to be doing something like yeah. this. And I think uh, especially in the darker, not, I don't know, with all the rioting and the darker pandemic days, I think I really did need something like this. And uh, I've been, I, I, I've for so long been, a creative person, you know, I my absolute dream would be to produce a film or television series at some point. And doing the show has finally, like, obviously it doesn't completely scratch the itch of producing mm-hmm. something like that, but it so but kind it of does. The at the, of it a yeah, bit. yeah, it does. It gives me something. It gives me something to work on, scheduled every week, and uh, something mm-hmm. creative to to use my voice to do something, and and that's been really important to me. Over, over the year that we've done this. And I, I can't stress enough how, I don't know, you and I have been really close friends for a long time now. Yeah. But, and, and naturally, you know, once you moved to Chicago and once I got in a relationship and we kind of focused on different things, we would still text each other, but we weren't talking every week. No. And there was a time, like shortly before you moved, where we were talking to each other all the time, seeing each other all the time. Yeah. And now we do. And I can't, um, uh, I don't know. As an adult, my friendship circle dwindles, kind of, you know, and I, I the, the the relationships that stick mean a lot to me, and I'm yeah. so glad that this has helped uh, make you, you know, you're my best friend, buddy. It's it's, yeah, it's fun buddy, to do this it with you. It's oh yeah, I was just yeah. thinking, like it's it well, probably. I mean, as much as I love doing the show and talking about creating a joke, my favorite part of this has been getting to you know get back close with you again, man. Because you know when I moved. The first, and I had lived here for almost two years before we started the show, and, you know, we'd seen each other a couple of times, but not, not a whole lot. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's been really nice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad that the, I'm glad that the, (laughs) see you in chemistry. (laughs) I'm glad that the, the relationship and uh, chemistry between us has been able to grow instead of becoming one of those things that. We haven't seen each other in a year, so when we get together, it's a little awkward because mm-hmm. we haven't. And I'm, I'm really glad that this is, if anything, been a way to talk to each other. And the fact that we're, we're, we're having this conversation right now, like recorded on the air for people to listen to, 
is still so weird to me, but what right. a cool thing, right? So let's yeah. talk a little bit about the last year. Let's start uh, at, the, at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I guess not the very beginning. We've talked a lot about how we were friends in high school. We kind of floated around yeah. the idea of doing a podcast in high school, which would have been atrocious, I'm sure. Well, and, and you've mentioned before something that I had, had honestly blocked out of my psyche was okay. that we tried once. I don't think we actually recorded anything. Well, I did we record it? Because we sat around in your room and talked like we were doing a podcast. We like did I, like a, 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 a trial run. <laughs> I think I remember uh, us... And too old to be doing this in such a yes. little kid way. We were not nine years old. We, we were, were seniors in high school, seniors. if not a little bit older. <laughs> and us sitting in my bedroom at my parents' house, yep. like backs up to the foot of the bed with my iPhone on the floor, uh, just with literally <laughs> the only thought had gone into it was, we're going to record a podcast now. Yeah, that was it. That we was didn't our know only plan. What it was gonna be, what uh, what we were gonna talk about. So naturally, I don't think we had anything to say. I don't know if we recorded anything. I think we got up to my room, pulled up the iPhone, and we're like, "Well, what are we gonna say or what are we gonna do?" And then we didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I would love to if we did to. If there were any way that, to find that audio, I would pay and so to much share for it, it with the people. Yeah, yeah. but I want to talk literally about this show. Uh, what was the very beginning of it? What, did I just, af- out of us not talking as often as we should, text you one day and be like, would you do a podcast about community? Is that yeah. what it was? I think we, something, we were talking about something. Because um, I think we had been texting a little more when the pandemic probably first started. Um, well, we went to Six Flags together. Probably the year before, yeah. less than six months before we started yeah, the show. Yeah, it was that summer. And like towards the end of the summer. And so we were, you know, maybe even just like, I don't know, talking about whatever. But I do remember like you were like, hey, what if we like actually did this now? I'm thinking about getting like a computer and stuff. And I was like, and I had just, no, I was thinking about getting a computer soon too. I think I may have even like had I think you might have had it already or it was around that yeah, time. Yeah, I think I, I used- ordered it, but I hadn't, because I remember recording on my laptop the first couple times wow yeah i remember that too i used my first stimulus check to buy mm-hmm. this desktop computer my two monitors it's worked really really well for me but i bought it kind of like an ebay build your own type situation yeah. and got it for really cheap and build it got a really cheap desk and chair and got some sound paneling and uh lily mentioned recently that I don't know, in the years since we started this, this went from a corner in my bedroom that I had that I have, like, this room that's kind of my office to yeah, come in and do this Yeah, you literally have a whole, it. like, recording studio now. Not to say that I don't see it being much more than what it is right now. Yeah. Just like I still see with this podcast, you know? I still have the kind of scrappy beginning of it. Uh, I don't know where this can go. That I still feel like, even though we're literally almost to the halfway point of the show to the end of community i still feel like man i we can take this so many places yeah absolutely yeah okay so starting i don't know you probably haven't but i've had little reasons here and there to to revisit the beginning of the podcast oh and, i avoid it <laughs> and i feel like we felt really good about it at the time and i don't feel bad to the point to where i'd ever take it down or anything mm-hmm. like that but i feel like we were so like stilted yeah because we were like, we don't know how do we 
talk like let's try and be high energy but also not like i don't know i don't think we knew yet if this show was gonna be just us discussing community not flatly but but seriously which we Mm do or if it was if we were gonna let how we like we would joke around the weird way that we joke around and then we'd start recording and talk about community right and slowly but surely and i also think we were a little bit like scared of some of the stuff that we like oh, to totally. say and joke around about and who potentially might listen to the podcast and hear stuff like that but and when that quickly dissolved didn't it that <laughs> i wouldn't even say quickly i think it took a little while yeah i don't i think it was when we started like getting people interacting with us mm-hmm. like outside of our immediate circle and and when people started reacting well to us joking around i feel like and also i think it was very important that we set a precedent at the beginning to show that we are uh, politically forward-thinking, yeah. open-minded, but our humor is very I- indicative of people that love shows like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia to where exactly. it can be pretty, uh, uh, I don't know, edgy or I don't know. Well, and I think I a big turning point for us was also um, when we did the, which was pretty early on in our podcast too, but um, when we did the Black Lives Matter live stream, and we got that to meet some so of the other cool. podcasters. Yeah, and I think that people that were watching that kind of saw us interact and thought we were kind of, you know, well, that we're, was we're so the best-looking podcasters, that's for sure. Ed of the Save Greendale Committee put that together, and they will be joining us soon for our Season 2 roundtable. Which is and, fantastic. And they were crazy enough to not just let us be part of some of the panel discussions. We went through the whole first season of Community that day and did yeah. like commentaries for it. A couple of them are a bonus episode from really, really early on in this show's life. And Ed also was gracious enough to let us have the stream for Which like an crazy. hour. Like, I don't know that we had more than a handful of episodes out so at not that point either. not just were we able to kind of see how it how fun it is when we get to work with other people we got to kind of do our thing for a bigger audience because all yeah. of these podcasts were were retweeting the stream and i do think that was a big turning point and it made us yeah. some friends that have that have uh Stuck been around yeah been really some helpful friends and for the some show. rivals yeah <laughs> okay, before we move on for a little bit uh, bef- to talk about a little bit more of the history, I totally neglected to mention that this podcast came out at the sa- as the same day as our first half of the paintball finale. So if your feed was weird and you got onto this but you didn't get onto that, go check that out. That'll, that'll be a lot of fun. And we announced that we're doing a second giveaway as we wrap up the second season of Community. Giveaway. Doing the giveaway was kind of a not early, but it was a highlight when we did the giveaway over the oh, first season. It was season. cool because that's like, oh, this is like a thing that. Yeah, it got us some Twitter exposure, yeah. which we're kind of hoping it will too this time. And wink, wink. where it helped with that, and it was fun to give people away. That's that was how. We it ended was up, fun to give people away. Yeah, it was fun <laughs> to give people away as a prize. <laughs> Uh, and that was Brian won our first one. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Brian joined Twitter to enter our giveaway, which is awesome. And then stayed on Twitter because of the community fan base on Twitter. Found the other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Found another listener named Mira through Twitter because they signed up to yeah. to do our <laughs> giveaway and then they started a podcast that was unfortunately short lived but it was really cool they yeah. started a podcast about the community podcasts 
and that's weird to think about how not only do people listen to our show and not to make ourselves our heads too big but yeah but it, it spawned another show kind of <laughs> well so cool that was the weirdest thing ever when we were interviewed yeah which they never we released like, by the way maybe oh. they listened back to it and were like oh <laughs> Maybe Somewhere that there's a lost we interview. killed that podcast by doing that interview <laughs> with them. We brought you into this world and we'll take you <laughs> out. Steven's uh Steven's pro capitalism rants throughout <laughs> it were were a little were a little much for our first interview. Listen, I just wanted to talk about the American dream, you know, after <laughs> it's anyway. not that hard to go get a loan and start no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, we're still doing a giveaway this season to wrap up season two, and it's like a double-sized giveaway from the first season. You're gonna get—that's right, not one load, but two, one from each of us. (laughs) You're gonna get. Oh God, you're gonna get (laughs) the complete series of Community on DVD, which is great because you can get all the commentaries, all the special features that you don't get on streaming. So you'll get the complete series of Community on DVD. Uh, Ben Chang pop vinyl in his season one paintball garb to kind of celebrate the season two paintball special a little bit. You're going to get two t-shirts, one uh, D&D t-shirt that's really cool and one a paintball t-shirt that's really cool. Sized in your in your favorite size, just, just sized how you like it. You're also going to get a set of remedial chaos theory themed dice that are Woo-hoo. that are that have been created by Alex over at Six Seasons in a podcast that he's donating to us for the giveaway. That's really cool. You can't even buy those anymore, so you'll you'll uh, that'll be real special. And you're also gonna get some other little fun trinkets and treats, like maybe a community postcard thrown in there, or or maybe some stickers or something. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And there are four ways that you can enter the giveaway if you haven't done it yet. Uh, the easiest way is to retweet our pin tweet on Twitter over at you can't disapod where we announced the giveaway. If you retweet that, that's an entry. That is one entry into the giveaway. You can also, in our first half of the paintball finale, in this bonus episode podcast, and in next week's season two finale podcast, we're going to give a little secret word action. Uh, so I love so, a good secret word. The Twitter thing's open to everyone, but the secret word is a way to uh, to celebrate the people who listen to the podcast to the end, and and only the people who are really listening will hear those secret words. And secret and each word. and each secret word gets you two entries into the giveaway. So that's up to six if you listen to the podcast on a regular basis. And the third way, the third and best. Uh, to get the most entries uh, without having to spend money yet. The third way is by leaving our podcast a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you can review podcasts. We don't even care if you give us a zero-star review. Just review Doesn't us. matter. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> having more reviews will really help people that are looking for a community podcast find our podcast. Not just that we don't want other people's podcasts to succeed. We love all the other podcasts, but we want our podcast to be one of those front runners too, right? Absolutely. So if you I give think, us a review. Yeah. What what? Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say if you're not first, you're last, and I live by that, so Okay. Yeah. And Mom only likes winners. If you haven't left us a review before, if you write us a review and send us a screenshot of it anywhere on social media, and by the way, that secret word, the way that you use it is by messaging us the secret word on any social media or at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. 
that's your way to send in the secret word and get those two entries. If you leave us a review and send in a screenshot of it anywhere, whether it's on a social media or at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com, that gets you four entries into the into the giveaway just for just for uh, reviewing our little show. And it's all kinds of cool stuff, so you definitely want to get in, don't you? Yeah, so right now with the six that you can get from being a regular listener – and the four from that, you could have up to 10 entries and without 11 paying a single dollar. And 11 if you do the retweet. Dollar. 11. 11, yeah. So that's without spending a singular dollar. Now, if you want to spend a singular – well, more than a singular dollar, mm-hmm. the other way to get free entries into the giveaway, like free in quotation marks, is by being one of our patrons. Uh, one of the perks of being a patron over at patreon.com slash podcast is that you always get automatic entries into our giveaways without even having to do anything. So you could not even know that our giveaway is going on if you've missed a couple episodes of the podcast or something, and you could win it, right? <laughs> Just by – how would you like to make money right. sitting at home doing nothing? Right. Well, all- and, and as you have discussed all the stuff that's going to be in this prize package, the value of it is much higher than – any of I would Patreon say, tiers. yeah, the the I would say we're looking at about a hundred and twenty dollar value, which, which is really cool. Uh, and by being a patron, for each tier, you get more entries, along with all kinds of other fun stuff that we discussed earlier. So, starting at five dollars, if you are a part of our five dollar tier, you get an entry into the giveaway. If you're a ten dollar patron, you get two. If you're in, uh, if you're uh, if you're a twenty five dollar patron, I believe you get either four or five, it'll say for mm-hmm. sure over at patreon.com slash podcast. And if you're the big boy $50 patron, you get 10 entries into the giveaway. And at the end of the eligibility period, which I'll look up the end date here in a second, uh, we're going to put all of those entries into a, into a document. We're going to shuffle it around nice and good. And during our season two roundtable special that's coming up in about two weeks, you will get to hear who wins. We'll pick a winner with our special guests. Yeah, that's that's... If I'm if I'm counting correctly, if you do became all the a things, fifty dollar patron, yeah, and became a fifty dollar patron, that's twenty one entries into this giveaway, which I think your chances it, would be it, pretty it stacks damn good. The deck. Now yeah. anyone has a chance. Someone that just has one entry could end up pulling it out, and it's that'd be kind of cool too. But there are so many ways if you really want this stuff to get in on it, and that's even if you did become a fifty dollar patron, just for one month you could cancel after you're still potentially going to win this prize pack that's more in value than that $50 by quite yeah. a bit. That Chang Pop Vinyl is brand new, and I'm not sure that they sell them anymore. Yeah, it's, it's a hard one to get. Okay, so the giveaway, you can enter up until Monday, June 7th at midnight, so the morning of. So Sunday the 6th is like your last chance. Monday, wow. June 7th. And then it, the winner will be revealed on June 9th on a special Wednesday edition of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast where we discuss season two as a whole. That's enough giveaway stuff. Get in on that. We want you to win some stuff, don't we? Yeah, come get some shit. Now let's talk a little bit more about us. We're going to do a couple things talking about the history of this show over the last year. It it sure has been fun to watch this baby grow into a, into a, into a one-year-old boy. And I think... What we're going to do here is we're going to do a little addition of everyone's favorite segment on the show. It never goes great, but it sure is always a lot of fun. Not only are we going to find out later in the show if Steven watched the episode this week, a little bit more on that later, we're about to learn if Steven has been paying Did attention. Steven was if st- we're going to find this- out if, if Steven paid attention for the last year 
to the podcast that he's a part of. Let's did, hear you say that did one. Did Steven pay attention for the last year to the podcast that he's a part of? That's a really catchy title. I like Maybe it. We should we put that the... on t-shirts. Or no, slap bracelets. <laughs> did Steven create the t-shirt did Steven about him t-shirt paying about attention him to the podcast that he's been a part of for the last for year? The last year. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> At Blogspot. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do here, the challenge is, as always, you've got 20 seconds on the clock, but but there's no episode of Community to to recap and, and, and review this week. So we're going to find out how much of our podcast, how much of the last 365 days of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, you can sum up, uh, you can find some hidden deep truth about uh, uh, in 20 seconds. How do you feel about this? This is a very abstract challenge. You know, a lot's happened over the last year. Um, I feel like it almost deserves to be done in song, but I'm not going to. Damn, you're going to get everyone all excited or maybe <laughs> maybe terrified for that, and you're not even going to live up to it. We'll okay, see. I might do it in song. We'll see. I've give got me, the timer give me a starting set. Note before, Are you before ready? I start, please. Can you give me uh, a... F sharp. Oh, I, I thought you were going to sing it and I'd match it. F sharp. Let's hear it. Mm, okay. I'm going to start it. We've got 20 seconds. Three. Two, one, go. So we started the podcast, and I was on a laptop, and Zach had just got on his computer, and then we moved into new houses and did the podcast. We got better microphones, better soundproofing, and then we interviewed Joel McHale. It was really cool. We were on the live stream. Uh, we had a beef with Dom and Andre, and then we interviewed Darson and we're doing great, and everyone's our fans, and our dad is communities, and it's been a really great time, and I love you, Zach. You're beautiful. Time. Stop. <laughs> uh, you did uh, – I don't know. Who cares what grade i give it this is just something <laughs> what, fun to do to, to blow a little smoke up our ass uh no i don't think you missed <laughs> i don't think i missed anything um <laughs> oh you know what i did miss what i missed the start of the patreon patreon the live stream uh mm-hmm. d plus <laughs> d plus is that a grade for the podcast or for my review of it? it's a grade for the steven portion of all of it that's fair <laughs> i'll take it what we're going to move on to next is, you know, uh, I was a little bit – I always throw it out on Twitter and some maybe people don't see it that listen to the show. But I, I threw a, I threw out a, a line for people to email us in for the special edition of the show and ask us any questions, give us any any ideas, give us some love, some hate to see what the people had to say. And and, and I'm going to take over email duty for this special podcast. We actually podcast. got one? We're, we're playing hot and loose. We've got two emails Two emails? Now, they're both from people that we know in our personal life, and one of them, really, I'm only reading because we just got two emails, okay? Okay. So, do you want me to open up with the good one or the bad one? Um, start good, then, like, really read me. Okay. So, we've got an email from Peep Reviews. For those of you who don't know, Peep Reviews is is the, the cutting edge of marshmallow candy-based reviews. And it's also me and Steven's mutual significant other, the the wonderful and, and deeply weird Lil Shaker. Shout out, uh, Lil. Lil writes in to say, Congrats, dudes, on one year of the pod. Proud of y'all. Thanks. It's been awesome seeing this start and what it's gone through with Zach's desk that I helped build in our <laughs> tiny apartment to us having a place, and now he has his own office space to record and, like, the little baby a face emoji and steven's anime wall filling out and some flex emojis hell yeah hell yeah just a couple cues for use twos 
this is two questions in one. What has been your favorite moment in the podcast slash have done because of the podcast, and what was your least favorite? Oh, okay. Um, Anything come directly to mind? Well, favorite, I think that um, I have two. I have, like, an overall one, then I have, like, a really personal one that I'll share. Okay. Uh, my favorite overall, I think getting to interview Joel McHale was pretty yeah, and Pretty how much cool. fun that was, yeah, and all the nerves, so and how it came together, and how like Hollywood elite it made me feel. Yeah, yeah totally. And That's then, the easy answer. Yeah, and then my like personal favorite moment was when I got to see you in person, and we wrote that card together. And taking those photos. Yeah, that was pretty great, too. I love the photographs. That was a really great moment. Look at this photograph! I Ow. think... I th- That was a good one. I think Thanks, it sounded like hurt. it hurt you. Yeah, it, <laughs> it should. Uh, I think... If I had to say a favorite that's not an easy one, something that comes to mind is the 24-hour live stream that we did to uh, – or not 24 hours. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was like, damn, do we do 24 hours? Like, no, 12 though, right? I think we just did eight. Mm. I think we did eight hours, but we did an eight-hour live stream to, to launch the Patreon that we do, patreon.com slash podcast, and that was such a fun – way to see not just as we watched all day as patrons came in but as people came through all day for the live that was stream. so cool and we got to see how many people are willing to come out and support us whether it's by hanging out with us or supporting us monetarily with the patreon that really a lot of that really touched my heart to see people come around us and support us for a day so that was really special for me but least favorite they also know. ask for least favorite I've enjoyed this so much. Yeah, I don't think I I have a least favorite. Maybe a least favorite that comes to mind is the moment of panic when Zoom, uh, our Zoom meeting with Joel McHale was ending and I was oh watching the timer countdown and I had to interrupt him <laughs> to say that I needed to pay for Zoom Pro so we could keep talking to him. And then he was like, I got to go anyway. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> but not really. I don't know. I but love here's what we can hold show. our hats on: is that Joel McHale went above his scheduled time with us. He said, "Oh, I didn't even notice I was going over because yeah, we time, were fun." He said, "We're best friends now. Time flies when you're having fun. I'll see you guys at dinner <laughs> at my place this weekend." XOXO, <laughs> Joey. He lets his friends call him <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Joey Mac. Um, well, give me something. If you had to come up with the least favorite, obviously, sometimes editing is a drag when something goes wrong in editing. Maybe that's up there with least favorite. If you had to pick a le- if you had to pick something that's been a drag about the show, I want to hear it. And take your time, because with the magic of editing, I can yeah, I can really I can whittle think. this down to a quick two seconds. Um, you know what? I think the look of disappointment on my mom's face when we were playing some sort of game and it was I during said, the live stream the he live said stream. something about stealing lighters ah and the look of like when there was a real there's a real live on the internet moment of mother and son <laughs> mother being like you did what now and then steven just reverting into an eight-year-old boy it was like i'm sorry mom yeah uh, <laughs> Man, that was pretty haunting. If I knew exactly when it happened, I would edit it into this, but I, it'd be hard to go through that. Entire it was towards live the end. It was in one of the last games we played. It was towards the end. 
That'd be kind of funny if I wouldn't found it. I don't know if I will. You know what? That... I'm going to give another highlight was in okay. the live stream. A favorite, that... a least favorite moment? No, highlight? A, no, no, a favorite moment. Okay. Uh, doing that game where we had to sell something was so much fun. Like do the PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. With Alex Webster. Yeah. That was, that was so a much lot fun. of fun. That's where you joshing around about my piggies came Yeah. Up. Those little piggies. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. I always wanted to post that as a highlight. What I am about to show you guys is a little clip for today's special bonus episode. You're going to see us playing a Jackbox game where me, Steven, Alex Webster, who guested on the Contemporary American Poultry podcast, and Lil, uh, during during that all day live stream we did for the Patreon, playing a, maybe I'll just show yours. Uh, but yeah. playing a a Jackbox game where we have to improvise a PowerPoint presentation based on stuff that other people suggest and someone else like helps run what you see on the PowerPoint. And Stevens was really really funny, so maybe I'll share that. That was that was top top notch stuff. Tune in for the video. I'll, I'll add a video for it for that. Oh bit. heck so yeah! Go find us on at YouTube.com/slash. YouTube. You can't disappoint a podcast, probably. All right, Steven. Okay. Here we go. We ready? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Hello, my name is Steve, and my talk is why Zach is no longer my best friend, despite what our lockets would have you believe. You know, it all started when I was giving Zach a little foot rub, (laughs) and out of nowhere, he just started kicking the dog shit out of me. And I was like, Zach, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. And he was like, sorry, I'm ticklish. And I was like, but Zach, you asked for this. And and then he just kept like putting his toes like in and around like my mouth area. And he like, like, no, nah, I want it up your nose. I want it up your nose. You're going to smell these little piggies. And I was like, cut it out. I don't want to smell them, you know? And I know it might seem ridiculous, but this is why I am so serious about this problem, Okay. <laughs> Not only did he, that's what my nose looked like when he was done with it. He kicked it and stomped it so much that it elongated and grew into this bulbous mass. It took me weeks, weeks, I tell you, to get back to normal. I mean, Zach may not see it, but he's got some powerful toes. His pinky toe alone could kill a man. You know, now, the only way to fix this problem is for us to call upon humanity's single, single greatest resource. The ass of a scared cat. <laughs> now, with this ass of a scared cat, I believe that we could spray, right? And, and from that ass, we birthed a new cat, a kitten, if you will. That kitten is our relationship, Zach. We can build it together, but only if I spray you from behind to make up for you kicking the dog shit out of me. Thank you. Thank you all. Steven, I just got to let you know that my desk chair is absolutely soaked right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to smell these little piggies, all right? Uh, Alex, that was great. Thank you. Desk You're mate. welcome. You broke the chair. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Lil's next question that they ask is any plans for after community? We were just kind of talking about this earlier. There's a couple of ideas that we have. I think there's a, a few front runners. We're obviously not there yet, and yeah. I'm still very much enjoying what we're doing. 
and I also don't want to overwhelm us. I want us to always want to do what we're doing if we're mm-hmm. doing it. So, no, nah, we're not going to say anything yet, but it certainly makes sense to jump into another show after we finish yeah. Community, doesn't it? Yeah, I honestly think we today discover there's a hidden gym out there that most of you haven't seen, and we want to bring some awareness to it, but we'll, oh, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get in on we're that gonna later. We're going to get into that a little bit later in the program. Yeah. Uh, Lil's next question, when is Lil getting their own show? Well, Lil, as you know, you co-host Nerd Nostalgia with me over at patreon.com slash podcast, and that's as far as it's going to go, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, you know, I was, think maybe, you know, if if they play their cards right, uh, Danny and Lil can have like an after show, kind of like that Walking Dead thing where they talk and dissect the episode right after you watch it every week. Are we disappointed and you can't disappoint a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, though, Lil, you know, some people when it comes to the pod industry, now that, now that we're the, the big parts we're of it, we are, works. there are some people that got it and some mm-hmm. people that just don't got it. And unfortunately love you just don't got it you don't have this charm you couldn't do this 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 is hard work it is it's uh you know other potties as we call ourselves (laughs) (laughs) you know not to have a potty mouth (laughs) with d's um yeah yeah (laughs) lil i will absolutely support you to start your own show but i ain't editing that shit so (laughs) on you that's as far as it goes uh two more questions from lil how did the paternity test go he's our dad he's our dad and the reason we didn't make a big announcement of it was after it happened and we found out that he's our dad he was so shocked and dumbfounded by it that he was like we will never speak of this again but we do have paper medical evidence that proves that communities gave birth to each of us me 15 minutes earlier than steven it's true it was a medical marvel, but, you know, miracles happen every day. And Last we were question two of them. from Lil. How many Meow Meow Beans does You Can't Disappoint a Podcast get? I really think that's up to you guys, the listener. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think you should let us know how many you think we've got. But I think four out of five is is a very uh, – uh, if I'm just going to be – if I'm going to try to not – if I'm going to try to not be full of myself, I'll give us four. I'll give us four meow meow, meow meow beans. I think that that's like a a, a fair rating. Four point five. Lil wraps up the email saying, "Okay, love y'all. Super excited to see where this next year takes you both." Signed, official peeps review. Thanks for the thoughtful email. Uh, we live together. I'm, I'm not gonna talk to you like you're a person. Thanks, Lil. I don't live with you. Appreciate it. You could come on in. <laughs> yeah, room. Come on in. You got a big old queen bed. Cooking. Our second email comes from a friend of ours named Benjamin Watson. Ben Uh, Watson? Yeah, and he, you might remember earlier in season two, I think, we played his song that I really like called The Golden State. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find his music under Benjamin Watson. He has an EP that's really good that you can find wherever you find your music. So go check that out. And remember that I did say there was a good email and a bad email because Ben writes in to say... <laughs> ben has never seen the show community. This is absolute nonsense. He says, hey, why are purple potatoes Canadian? Like who TF you think you are? Razzum, frazzum, farts and stuff. <laughs> ben. He, he, he texted me after writing this email. Let me pull up on my, that on my phone. He said... <laughs> I have emailed the podcast. I expect this important topic to be addressed. Uh, and I said that he's an idiot. Well, let's talk about it. You know, he wrote into the show. 
Um, thank you, Benjamin. Uh, I always said if Ben had a theme song, like every time he walked in a room, all I heard was like the the track overhead playing. I'm Ben Watson. So that's great. He also had a, a number that I wrote for him called Jeans and a Beater in a Backwards Cap. Because that is how I see Ben always, even though he's like a, a real estate person now he's a real estate agent that real tour uh, that uh and and his music is he's very influenced by artists like boney there but mm-hmm. we always see him as the long country <laughs> phase he went through in middle school and high he school he was a bit of a country school. justin bieber and we loved him for it yeah so um, that's the emails we got <laughs> thoughtful stuff i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give you're not him gonna any entertain more. the canadian no, potatoes being I'm not gonna, thing? i don't even know what he's talking about if i'm being honest i thought is purple potato. I thought purple potatoes were like the more like Asian, often in dessert. Uh, what's the what's the purple potato that's in like boba dessert? Th- there's like boba tea flavors of it. Oh, I'm um, not into that kind of Asian stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> he's just into the. If there are no the tentacles, to get it away from me. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Lily would know. Uh, but yeah, those were some emails, I guess. Right. Yeah, thank you. Um, thanks. Thank you, Lil. Th- thoughtful stuff. Uh, I'm glad to have done this show, and it's crazy what all we've managed to get through in a year. And now we're going to move on to the next thing that we're here to discuss about as we as we move into the last segment of this birthday special that we're doing. Steven and I felt like we needed to watch something and mm-hmm. review something to go along with this week's special bonus episode. And... We watched the pilot of The Cape together right before we recorded this show. The Cape, obviously, recently we did Paradigms of Human Memory, where, if you remember from the podcast, you know, that one has the six seasons in a movie line. Abed does all of his tricks while he's wearing the cape and and talks about how obsessed he is with the show. And Jeff's the, that show's going to last three weeks. And, And if you remember on the podcast, I talked about the show The Cape, and Steven didn't know that it was a real show that existed. I did not. I had forgotten that it was a thing. I had blocked it out. So unfortunately I thought, for me, I thought it'd be a lot of fun. I, I've never watched the Cape, so I thought let's watch. Let's for one segment of an episode only. We we are becoming you Cape disappoint a podcast nice. with Zach and Steven. and we're gonna talk about the very first episode of the Cape, the pilot. It was directed by Simon West, who listen to this. Simon West directed the films Con Air. You're f-ing kidding me. He directed Lara Croft Tomb Raider. He directed The Expendables 2. I like The Expendables. He directed the 2006 When a Stranger Calls. Oh, no. And this one is the most dumbfounding. He directed the music video for Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. And he directed what the hell? The pilot and the pilot of The Cape. Yeah. <laughs> It was written by Tom Wheeler, who's the showrunner and creator of The Cape. He also had some writing credits for some films, Puss in Boots. Nice. The Lego Ninjago movie. Better than you'd think. And Dora in the Lost City of Gold, the live-action Dora yet, the Explorer movie. Uh, and it originally aired January 9th, 2011. You know, when we decided to do this, I thought, yeah, I'll write down uh, the people who directed it and stuff and like uh, and and do the show like we usually do it. But the guy f- directed the Rickroll video and the cape. That feels like a Rickroll. It, right? But I'm just shocked that he directed Never Gonna Give You Up and also f- 
Tomb Con Raider. Air. <laughs> and Con-, Con Air is a great movie. Wow. Yeah, That's... and it originally aired January 9th, 2011. We're talking about the cape, aren't we? We <laughs> sure are. It. We're doing it. The people have been clamoring for it. They say we need some cape action. Uh, I don't expect any of you guys to be able to find the pilot of the cape, to be able to watch it without buying it. And I, uh, If you find a way to watch the cape, I kind of recommend that you watch the pilot, but I don't recommend that you spend any money watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do we do this? Let's do the show like we normally do. Let's I, do it. Let's I've start got with some trivia. trivia. I've got two for you. You got two questions? I've got four. Nice. So I'll give you two... Did you forget to do it until halfway through the episode? No, I just didn't uh, have a lot of... We didn't watch it three times like we normally watch Community. We we watched it once together, which was well, a fun way so to do it. I was so enthralled, Zachary, that you know I, I couldn't be peeled away. It was pretty e- easy to just stay glued in on the cape. If it was anything, it was entertaining, right? Yeah. Okay, trivia. I'll give you two. What's the name of the corporation that's taking over the police force? Oh, that would be Ark Corporation. An easy one. And a second one, what's the name of the doll that's been used to smuggle in the dangerous L9? Um, Wasn't it like little Patty Peas? That's close. What was it? That's really close. I believe it was Pammy Peas. Pammy Peas. Ah. Okay. Um, Go ahead and give me one. How much does Vince weigh? Oh, uh, 187. On the nose. I never miss. No one's going to know what any of this shit <laughs> <No>. <laughs> means. Uh, okay, my next question. How many bones has Max Molini, played by the great Keith David, broken in search of the perfect illusion? 92. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. How many disappearing illusions involve a cape? Is it 37? That's what I thought, yeah. Nice. And last but not least, my last question for you is, what's the name of the ship the climactic battle takes place on? I have no idea. I saw you writing something down then, and I was like, he's going to ask me the name of that f-ing ship, isn't he? Yeah. Nope. They no said idea. it out loud. They showed it earlier in the, the episode. The Queen Mary. Uh, the the bad guy, Chess, says, meet me on the, meet me at the Lady Luck. Ah, the Lady Luck. The Lady Luck. luck. Lady Luck. Let's move right into our next segment for the second time this week. We're going to do our favorite thing. You're about to have 20 seconds to – and now think that we're podcasting to people that may never get to watch. This was also a 45-minute episode. Yeah. So (laughs) – People might never get to watch the pilot episode of The Cape. So it's not only up to you to recap it to see if you were paying attention, but to tell the story of what we're about to be podcasting about. We're going to find out now more than ever, did Steven watch, watch the episode did Steven watch the, of the, the Cape that we decided to review this week for this special one-year birthday bonus episode bonus celebrating, episode celebrating the, year the year of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. This, this week. week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've got 20 seconds on the dial. Are you ready? I am so ready, Zach. Okay, I'm going to count you in. Three, <sighs> two, one, go. So Vince is a clean cop, but he sucks his son's toes. Then his chief dies, and so he starts working for a private security agency. But surprise, Bruce Wayne's a bad guy in this one, so he gets framed. And then he ends up in a circus, and Keith David teaches him how to use a cape like a superhero. Then he goes up to his son's window after fighting some bad guys, and there's a scaly guy, too. And then the black friend was bad all along. (laughs) Okay, you got a lot of it. 
I really did. I think, yeah, guys, I don't think you need to watch the pilot of the cave box. <laughs> That's everything it. you need that to know. That was an A plus showing. This Thank week. you, A plus, well deserved. I don't oh, think there's man. a thing that I. <laughs> Do you have a favorite funny moment from the episode? Um, I think it was hilarious. <laughs> it was so the, funny. The sensual hair sniffing when he and his son were punching the punching bag was pretty great. Um, I also think that um, just in general. The <laughs> him f-ing practicing with the clearly CGI cape yeah, and yeah. waving his arms around was yes. top tier. Yeah, for me, the funniest moment was all in the very beginning. The very beginning of the episode, it's set up to be so the town's getting a new police chief, and you kind of think, never having watched this, knowing how superhero things go, maybe the police chief's gonna be like the 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 like Gordon of the show or whatever. You're mm-hmm. is that the guy from yeah Batman? from Batman. Uh, you know what I mean? You kind of think maybe he's going to be a big character. Maybe he's the bad guy. Something's mm-hmm. going on. But no, the the whole beginning is like an exciting news press conference to meet the new <laughs> police chief. And then he's immediately murdered <laughs> in a limo by the limo driver with this weird gas in a canister. And there are all of these weird zoom in shots to make it look like the stuff in the limo is like expanding and i don't know it's just there's there's so many bad 2011 cgi moments in this episode of this show and that was the first one and it made me laugh really hard and was like yeah it really set you up for what was what what you're about to watch also the montage of keith david's troop (laughs) people robbing banks was pretty funny that was outrageous. I love when the car exploded at the beginning, how uh, Vince <laughs> somehow like got onto the door of it and then slid on the ground away yep. from it, and that's how he escaped. Yep. But also, he was on the outside of the car, so what the f*** was he grabbing onto? Yep. So, let's <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the show. How does it start? It literally starts with uh, Vince and his son in bed together. And they're laying like you'd lay with your bro roommate where you lay like foot to head. So there's no uh, like there's no we're laying in a bed together except they're laying on top of each other Mm -hmm. and the son's foot is in the kid's mouth. Now, Stephen, we are definitely people who take things that direction all the time when they don't need to be. But and obviously they were just trying to create a cute like mm-hmm. a warm chemistry between a father and son because the father and son are going to be split up yeah. in, in, in the episode. Uh, but it, there was a lot of creepiness going on between the father and son. It was weird because he was like really like, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't love that shot choice. They try to make Vince's character sexy. So like everything he's doing it, he he's doing it as the sexy dad. Yeah. But it doesn't work like that. No, you can't be sexy dad when you're laying down with your kid. That's that's the problem. So that sets up what? The beginning of it sets up nothing other than this guy has a There was no point son, for that. Right? Because um, he wasn't even reading the cape with to his son at the time. They were just cuddling. They were holding a copy of it. One of the first things you see is, like, the cape. Like I think it was – but that was, like, sitting to the side. Like, he – yeah. Wasn't even, like reading it to him, and in then that what moment. happens after that? It's the police chief thing, right? Then he he wakes up in the morning and goes to work. Um, the uh, hit oh, so the one of his fellow officers was on the computer reading this blog from Orwell, Orwell. this all-knowing computer yeah. presence that can take over any computer at any time. 
there's a lot of early, even though it's 2011, there's a lot of early yeah. 2000s, like, using computers weirdly, like, the weird hacking, like, tap, 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 I'm in, kind yeah. of stuff all over this, which made it a lot of fun. Orwell reveals that several cops are dirty, mm-hmm. and there's a really dramatic zoom in of the dirty cops that made me laugh, where you zoom in on them, and they're all, like, scowling at the yeah. who's <laughs> looking at the computer. Like, like it's very clearly, if you look at this pic, all cops are dirty, but if you look at this picture of all the people in this room, and you're like, which are the two dirty cops? It's very clear that it's the two yeah. that are seven feet tall, these big, beefy, bald guys, and they're scowling at you with their stares in the room. So yeah, they're evil cops, but that doesn't really have much to do with anything, does it? No, because that's a, just the setup, because w- before tell, the limo blows up, well, and before the limo blows up, with the you see the two chief. dirty cops. Yeah, they walk in front of the limo, so you know something bad's about to happen. Oh yeah, you're right. And but also the black girl who was his his like fellow officer, she was shot in the head in the backseat of the limo, and the chief yeah. got in, and he still yeah, got in. And he was the about door. to kill them with gas and stuff. Why did he have to shoot her? To scare the police chief when he got in the car. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the guy who was driving the limo was Chess. Yes, so how chess. did he get out of the limo and then leave without anyone seeing a guy with a mask on his face? Well, I mean, maybe they did because after eyes. it happens, everyone's like, we got to catch chess. And like he just murdered a police <laughs> chief and got away in a very heavily populated area. There was what a whole press mean conference chess going on. got away? Yeah. So let's talk about the character of Chess. Mm-hmm. Chess is the bad guy in this series, and it's, or at least in this episode, and it's clearly revealed very early on that, okay, so the police chief dies, and there's this, there's this company that's going to take over the police in this town and turn yeah. it into the first like commercially owned uh, and run police precinct, and it's run by this guy who's this billionaire or whatever, and he ends up being the bad guy, Chess, mm-hmm. who wears a mask, and his eyes are are distorted, and I shit you not, his <laughs> eyes, the pupils are shaped like chess pieces. One of them's a little horsey. You said the other one's what? I never the, quite got a good rook, look. The little the castle. Rook. So that's something, but when he's... But he also all the time takes off his mask and is this billionaire and his eyes aren't like that. So does chess just – is he like, I've got to do this evil stuff. Let me put my chess piece contacts in. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think that the chess pieces are the contacts or that he was born with that and then he puts on normal ones in his day-to-day life? It seems like the creators of this show were <laughs> like, you know what's deep? In superhero conflicts, it's kind of like a game of chess between the superhero and the villain, and each one makes their move and tries to overtake the other one. So what if we made a villain named... Are you sitting down? Are you sitting down, uh, NBC executives? Uh, that was him doing coke. Uh, yeah. we, the guy's name is Chess, and his <laughs> eyes are Chess, and his and his co-henchmen scales. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lizard guy, but he's not a lizard guy. He just has like a skin condition that got progressively worse throughout the episode. Because when they first show him, he had like a couple of like speckles on his face, like when he was on the Orwell website. But then by the time you meet the guy, he looks like an iguana. And he's been smuggling in this canister of something that makes shit blow up called L9 or makes 
It's yeah. like a poisonous gas or something. But it and, explodes. And it explodes, and he's been smuggling it in, and that's their evil plot, I guess. Yeah, well, because they hide it in the, the Pammy P's. Mm-hmm. potty training this, this, dolls yeah which was ridiculous do you think do you think the show is supposed to often make us laugh or is no. it supposed to be i think, think all of serious. it is supposed to be dead serious i think it is all dead ass serious Zach. okay so vince is a good cop he says good cop probably like 30 times in the episode he does he's got a wife and a kid named you think Trip. he was a goddamn golden retriever the amount of times people were like you're one of the good, good ones, Vince. You're a good cop. Yeah. And so he wants to what what happens first? Does he find out that how does he take it upon himself to solve the problem? Well, what happens so first? he starts working for Ark after his chief dies and right. then immediately um, after getting an email from Orwell that he opened and then spoke to him directly uh somehow because it popped up on his computer yeah. looking like it was like aol 2005 yeah. and said and it just told him email. all of the exposition yeah it told yeah. him all about arc being bad in the form of a little video yeah and so then he somehow finds the shipping train with the dolls yeah and there's this big standoff yeah uh, well, as he gets his, caught well before then his his black friend yes who turns out to be a bad guy a cop, yeah and takes him to chess yes and then chess is frames it on him mm-hmm. and makes the news outlet which leads to his wife and son thinking that vince is this bad guy chess yeah. and that he's being uh he's being sought after by police or something yeah and there's this big action scene which honestly was probably one of the better action scenes in the episode it was but i'm also confused now because it was like the dead ass like middle of the night when this, yeah. when he first, but then Chess is like, your only escape, after he puts his mask on him, it was like, is to run, and then he yeah. runs from the cops, Yeah, and there's trains, but that was the uh, they, high like, budget As a scene. torture, they take the chest mask and like put it on him as tight as possible, uh, but yeah, that scene wasn't the worst thing ever, and then everyone thinks he's Chess, and then there's a big explosion, and everyone thinks that he's died. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where we go. The family thinks that he has died at, and we're not going to be able to get through all of this. There's so much. The family thinks that he's died and that he was this super villain and that he killed the police chief, but he hasn't died. He made it underground before the explosion yeah, happened. Yeah, he, he like opened up a sewer vent drain and, jumped, and dropped down into it. And he's taken in by a group of carnies who, who were first, in the sewer for some yeah, reason. Yeah, but there's yeah, and he he's he's taken in by this group of carnies led by the incomparable Keith David, who did a really uh, nice job in the episode. Yeah, he's one of the highlights of the episode. Uh, and and they think he's the bad guy, so they interrogate him. But then they find out he's a cop, so they want to kill him because they rob banks. At, uh-huh. at, and how do they end up working together? Because uh, he's like, wait, I was a cop that had access to all these codes, yes, and I yes, have a key he helps card them, that he opens helps them every rob a door banks. in the city. This good cop helps him rob a couple banks, uh, stirs up some trouble. I don't know. We're running to, running out of time. Uh, basically, Keith David trains Vince how to use this yeah. magic trick cape. And when Vince puts on the cape to use it, it's an awful CGI cape. It's so bad. And it's like how uh, – one thing – we haven't likened it to community. I can absolutely see why Abed Nadir would f- 
love this show. Oh, and yeah. And put it on for a minute and be like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I love it. Uh, the CGI cape can do anything. It can make him disappear. It can be used as a weapon. It can be used as like a grappling hook. And it's horribly CGI'd to where it really looks like it's animated on top of the actor whenever well, it's on. And I feel like for a lot of these shots, they didn't need to do that. No, he could have just had on a cape. Yes, the thing that got me is, like, the cape doesn't really have all that many... Like, it's stretchy and it can grab things. But he also just learned a bunch of magic tricks about how to make himself disappear and, like, get out of chains. Like, that well, is his We're going to have training. to watch the rest of the series and find out how he... You know, I'm curious to see how is he going to do as a superhero. He doesn't really have any powers. No, and he doesn't have nearly the... Like, he got beat up by a little person half yeah. the episode. yeah. And then not, finally, uh, not him. that that means anything. Well, Come on. here's the thing. I guess that little person did later on take down scales. He's a hard with a, ass, with yeah. A monkey wrench, but he can't beat like the the an average tough guy, Zach. He who's That's he gonna true. fight? That's true. That's true. What so, if it rains? Does his cape shrink? He learns to be the cape, and he does end up uh, by the skin of his teeth, kind of winning in a in a in a confrontation with chess on a boat at the end of the episode uh where yeah. does it leave off with chess it does, uh, it, chess does it make... jumps into the water so he's not dead he's coming back in episode yeah. two right yes chess is obviously the bad guy who's going to be the big baddie for the mm-hmm. series and he gets this almost like michael myers ending where it's like he's <laughs> dead but not really he'll be back in the next one and yeah. then there's this thing in the last bit of the episode. Well, but before that, we get into that really sensual moment that you're about to talk about. Well, no, about. I, I wanted to touch on how, because it happens first with chess, uh, that when the cape is, when, he, when Vince is wearing the cape and the hood, all it really covers is his eyes and often just like half of one <laughs> eye and nobody can recognize who he is. Yeah. Uh, Chess was this billionaire or whatever who took over the police precinct. They met and talked several times, and in their confrontation, he's like, "I'll find out who you are, well, and even I'll kill you." Him with his eyes covered because he put the f- chess mask over his face, so he's seen just his mouth alone. And you'd think that you'd be like, "Oh, I've seen those lips." Yes, because I punched the hell out of him for thirty minutes. What did you want to touch on before we get to the sensual moment? Um, his funeral. It was really touching. Yes. It, was, it was mountainside. Or they have a funeral because they believe that he died. But it doesn't make sense because they all think he's a supervillain. Yeah. But, like, the, it's this really touching, well-attended funeral. Yeah, there are, like, a lot of people there. His, it's, but then his wife, like, throws the wreath into the ocean. Side, was she yeah, mad and or she sad? throws it off a wreath. I, I, probably both. That's a really mm-hmm. tough situation. But then he pops around from the side of the tree like it's in sesame street or something and he's like peekaboo but <laughs> but nobody sees him even though yeah, he's, he's like 20 he shows feet. up to his own funeral it's like a tom sawyer huckleberry Finn yeah. moment and he's literally just next to them behind the nearest <laughs> tree and nobody notices that he's there if if your dead husband is just like looking around <laughs> it was really nuts and we also didn't even touch on that we meet orwell who's this all-knowing online presence that that helps that doesn't do anything but yeah. helps people find the bad guys Played and we find out later in the episode that it's a woman and there's this big like oh you're a woman moment uh played by summer glow and it's set up that she's gonna be kind of like a sidekick to the mm-hmm. cape and that she might even be a love interest for the married man the cape mr the cape uh, I hope Mrs. The Cape uh, uh, is is okay. Well, and and we know he wants to go by the Cape now because Vin or uh, Keith David like was talking to him and he said, "It's the Cape." 
Yeah. Or no, or no, he said that to to Orwell because yeah. she called him Vince because she obviously knows who he is. Because she like picked him to do all this stuff. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> and there's a scene where Keith David almost dies, but then does doesn't. Mm-hmm. And there, it's a really funny moment where he gives this speech like his deathbed. You know the classic action movie. Someone's trying to get out their last couple sentences on the ground before they die, and then it looks like he's gonna die, and then Keith David's like. Oh, I guess this was a false alarm, and I said all that stuff for no reason, and he got up and walked away. Yeah, that was really funny. (laughs) And then, yeah, let's talk about the end of the episode. So the cape can't help but go to his own funeral and hide badly. When he is the cape, he's barely hidden as far as his face is concerned, but it works flawlessly as covering him up. So in the end of the episode, he appeared... And we also didn't say that the cape is in this world like a real comic book character. That his son And Vince reads his son cape comics all the time. So Vince shows up outside of his son's window as the cape and explains to him that he knew his dad and his dad's a bad guy and he got framed and he's going to take down the people who did it and he's going to bring his son back to him and it's a really like sensual like Spider-Man Mary Jane Yeah, kind of I was moment. I was really waiting for a kiss. For them to kiss in the yeah. rain upside down. And <laughs> the man you literally can see all of his face <laughs> except for part of one eye and his son is like it's the cape. <laughs> He's like I'm uh, uh I hear you read my comic. <laughs> and then what was made it even better was, you know, I I'm going to give them a really special shout out and not spoil anything, but you know the 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 special effects crew really <laughs> had their work themselves. cut out for them. And the CGI single tear that runs down yep. his face as he's talking to Was he just son. that shitty of an actor? I Could think not- so. They're like, in, yeah, in this scene, you cry. It's a big moment. And he's like, he said, nah, you just got to CGI that shit like he's the like, cape, bro. Sadness is not what I'm feeling next to my co-star here. So you really got to oh, like, God. something. Oh, God. Oh, goddamn. Uh, and that's pretty much the end of the episode, isn't it? Yeah, that was the end. It literally had his crying face. And, and then, then he, it like, was he, like, he said, whoosh, and he disappeared in a cloud of yeah. smoke because that's what he does. Uh, and then also the cape is not necessary for the disappearing. You throw down a smoke ball and then you're gone. Keith David yeah. did it with and without the cape. The cape kind of helps, but it adds really. some flourish. Yeah, that's it. Adds some flourish. <laughs> so let's wrap this up with a couple of topics of conversation. Uh, issue number one on the docket was the pilot of the cape a good episode of television? Yes or no? No. I also say no, but I think you're giving it. A little bit not enough credit when you say that it wasn't at all trying to be funny. Because moments like where Keith David almost dies. I thought that was like, one of the never few mind. actually supposed to be I think there's things. some moments that are – I think it's – it reminds me a lot of the era of superhero films before the Marvel Cinematic Universe when the, mm-hmm. the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies were the most popular. And they were meant to be taken seriously, but they were also kind of silly. And I think that's the what third this, one was was supposed to be taken seriously, Zach. right? But but you can't deny because I could give you specific examples that there are jokes all over the movie, and some of the things that you laugh at aren't jokes. But there were jokes in the movie that are funny. That's fair. Like the thing that comes to mind is uh, J. Jonah Jameson. All of his scenes are really funny. Yeah. There's one where like his assistant keeps like buzzing a thing and annoying him, and yeah. there, there's stuff in it that's really funny. Well, and and we we left out. Um, not only did he get training on the cape with the carnies but he did learn how to hypnotize someone and then yeah. they wore there's a whole thing underwear. about wearing girls underwear while mm-hmm. hypnotized that was weird and unnecessary yeah. i say no the cape 
pilot was a not a good episode of television, but it was really fun. It, it flew by really fast. It was entertaining. I don't know if I will, but I would watch the second episode of The Cape just to watch If what this was on Hulu, do. I would watch at least the second episode. Yeah. And I think that's saying something for a show mm-hmm. that got canceled after 10 episodes. And I don't know. It was a mess, but I'm glad that we picked it and decided to watch it for this. It was pretty fun too. to watch with you. So do you have an MVP? I do. Um, I have uh, the the special effects team. I think they had some great explosions. They were working the whole episode because mm-hmm. it's called the cape, and it's not even a real-life cape. Mm-hmm. So they have to literally create— So honorable mention to the special effects team. Yeah, that was my, that was my MVP. Okay. That's now, your MVP is the special yeah. effects team. Okay. Now, I think in all seriousness, Keith David was the best in the show probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think my uh, MVP is the breastplate that the cape wears. Nice, and how much it makes him look like Bible Man. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing like some sort of. It looks like 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 Roman times, like yes. breastplate with all this embroidering on it for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Well, that's the cape. If you get a chance to watch the pilot of the cape, watch it. Let us know what you thought about it and how ridiculous it was. Yeah, you know, and if you guys really like this, we'll start a whole podcast about the cape. I'm not kidding. If this was fun for people and we get, like, a couple comments about it, I will do a 10-episode Patreon You Cape Disappointed Podcast. I'm so down for that. If you want to do that, tell us, and we will absolutely do it. Uh, Let's wrap this up by talking again. It's been a year of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, and this show has done so many things for my – like, genuinely, to have this to do every week I think has been good for my mental health to have something like this to come back to, a reason just to hang out with my friend for two hours every week. And uh, it's just just been a lot of fun, and I'm so excited to see where it's going to go. I'm so thankful for all the people who support us. And now looking at the year ahead – what do you think's coming? What what would what's what's on the top of your bucket list after the things that we've already done? Um, I would really like to interview another one of the the study group. I think that'd be really really fun to do. Who's your white whale? If you who would you obviously other we're than, never going to talk to Donald Glover, Donald Glover about community. I who, really would love to talk to um either uh, that's so hard. I think for podcast's sake, I'd love to talk to Yvette. Okay. But I think for my personal reasons, Jillian. I think the top of my bucket list of people that I would love to interview for this show, it's Jim Rash yeah. and it's John Oliver. Uh, and, and also probably Gillian. Jillian. I, I don't know if it's – I think it's Gillian. I never know. I think it's Gillian. Because now community people say different stuff. I always yeah. say Gillian. You didn't just now. Different. You said Jillian. Well, because uh, communities said Jillian. I would love to talk. To, I would love to talk to some more people, and I don't know. I'm I'm just excited to keep going through the show. Season three is where things get messy and a lot of fun, and I'm then really we get excited. into when the show really goes through a lot of changes. And I think tracking all changes. of that throughout the show. Yeah, I think tracking as cast members leave, as creatives leave and come back. I think it'll be fun to watch the show through that lens too. Yeah, I'm excited for it. How do we wrap up this thing? Um. Have a toast to freedom. Thank you to everyone (laughs) who listens to our show, who's 
helped us make it a thing that that's worth doing as long as we have. Thank you for listening. Thank you for when you write in. Thank you for engaging with us on social media. Thanks to all of our patrons. And if you'd like to become one, patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Another thing that we didn't mention, you get you can't disappoint a podcast early every week. We record the show on Thursday and it goes up on the Patreon on Thursday before it comes out on Monday. Bang, bang, bang. You it's know been fun to do. to do this. This has been a really fun offshoot. Yeah, I've had fun cool. doing this. It's been fun. We'll be back it. next week with the season two finale. And I wish, I don't know if it's, I think it's for a few paintballs more. I think it's, yeah. It a fistful of paintballs paint and then for a few paintballs more. If they more. followed like the movies. Right. That's absolutely what it is. So yeah. next week we'll be back with the season two finale for a few paintballs more. Oh, shit. We have to give a secret word for our giveaway, for some giveaway action. What's a, what's a good cape-themed secret word? Illusion. No, no, that's not it, guys. Scratch it. Well, we can I do want it to be that. cape, but I was gonna say that the word was. That'd cape. be too easy. We're gonna do a different one. <laughs> okay, your secret word for this week. It's not illusion. If you say illusion, I'm taking an entry away from you. <laughs> this the secret word for this. It's two words. The secret word for for this bonus episode is CGI teardrop. There we go. Write that into they us on any of the socials one. on can't disappoint podcast at gmail.com. And that gets you two entries to the giveaway we're doing next week. We'll be back with the season two finale of community and you'll get another secret word. And that'll be a lot of fun. And then coming up soon is our special guest round table where we talk about season two as a whole. It's exciting times. I'm excited to dig into season three. Yeah. It's going to be a blast and a half signing off for the, for the week. You know, Steven, I, I'm truly so glad that we do this together. This has literally just been us sitting around and talking and goofing around, and it's been a lot of fun. I yeah. I don't have a lot of people that I just sit around and goof around with anymore now that it's the busyness of working and, and being in – like, obviously, I do with my relationship, but I don't have a lot of time just to chill. And yeah. even though this is something that we do, it's it's time to chill with a friend, and it means a lot. I, I love doing it. It's I been feel fun. I the same way, buddy. And I literally wouldn't rather do it with anyone else. I Aww. love doing it with you. I have a couple other options, but yeah, you I get it. you do it, okay? I get it. You have a couple other options. Yeah. Just lined up in case. Well, Joel and I are are, are getting along pretty well. We talk. I will gladly step aside if it means <laughs> you get to do the show with Joel. <laughs> anyway, we don't sign public. <laughs> Let's sign off. Signing off, not just for this week, but for this first year of you can't disappoint a podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Steven. Black Lives Matter. Get vaccinated. Thanks for the support. We love you. I didn't say it. From inside the dreamatorium. Or what's a cape one? From from inside the the, the cape hood of our heroicism. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Have a great week. We love you. Uh, g- goodbye. Goodbye. See you